what's the defensive coordinator's name again? Dean Pease. Pease. You know when what I thought about saying when you said that was you know how who, you know he's not that much younger than this one guy that I was thinking about that the Falcons could have brought on that could have come out of retirement too. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jimmy sure. Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. Right up, winner. Rise up. Welcome to Rise Up Radar, where we keep the Falcons on your radar. Thank you for joining me, Stan Parker, for another episode. Let's have a ballin' show. And we are back again with another episode of Rise Up Radar. Tonight, for the first time in 2021, we officially have a full house. We got T. Brooks in the house, Todd. We got Lee in the house. We got Chris Bailey and Zach McCain. The boys are back together in 2021. It feels good. How are you fellas doing tonight? Man, I'm glad to be back. I'm doing great. Yep. Yeah, me too, for sure. Yeah. Bless, bless. <laughs> Through, uh, Todd? I'm glad to be back as well. I, I just want to say I did feel bad for you on Sunday because I felt like I put a lot of pressure on you to pick an underdog and you picked the wrong one. So. I picked the wrong, exact yeah. wrong underdog. Yeah, we can yeah. start there, but that is super annoying that all my, you know, my Super Bowl prediction – totally was the opposite of what happened but um were you surprised at all that that thomas brady um the senior citizen got to the um got to the big dance well if you can recall i picked that so um i i'm not surprised at all Stan, right. yeah. I picked it. me and todd on the same page yeah that's right chris were you surprised that uh thomas i wouldn't have picked tampa bay to beat green bay because Green Bay is so talented. And Tampa Bay, even throughout the playoffs, they seem to just be finding a way to win. Not necessarily conventionally like the Patriots would have, but you can't say you're surprised when it's Tom Brady. Yeah. I, I'm well, how, about that call to... by, how about that call by Matt LaFleur, though? I want to say that's a very dang call. Oh. oh, there's the – Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's Todd. Todd's back. Yeah, there he is. There he's he feeling is. good now. He's got the clean shaven. He had been looking like uh, Patch Adams over there. He's, yeah, I went a month without shaving. <laughs> yeah. He, now yeah. He, he's cleaned up, feeling refreshed, and now he's back to his sassy self. Um, I'm going to show y'all in the in the thread that when the season started, I predicted that Antonio Brown was going to go to Tampa Bay. I predicted that Tampa Bay was going to go to the Super Bowl this year because Super Bowl's in Tampa. I'm going to show you this text message thread that I predicted long time ago that this was going to happen. And I told you, Stan, that Tom Brady was going to win last, uh, on Sunday. Well, you're 0-1 in your, in your predictions oh. of the game. Of, <laughs> of the game. So let's just let's okay. just stop that right I'm there. Just, I just, I just, your last was knock you down and wrong a little bit there. We blood. I'm but, just you know, excited. Hey, yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was a fun. It was a fun weekend this weekend. Um, obviously, um, no, like no real big Falcons news. But we did since we've all been back together. Did get a new hire before the Super Bowl. Like uh, uh, Arthur Blank has said that we've hired obviously Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot. And the more I hear about Terry Fontenot, the more I read about him, the more electric I think he is, and the more I think he's really going to be 
something. Uh, he's going to do uh, do a great job. And he kind of uh, gave us a peek into his draft philosophy uh, in his original, you know, press conference of drafting best uh, play, you know, b- best player. And um, the, what does that say for the Atlanta Falcons? That is, you know, the million dollar question now, but I think I'm with the majority of people saying you, you've got to be, if you're at four and you're going to stay at four, you're not going to be at four, hopefully again for a while, you got to capitalize and go quarterback. And so Todd, that nobody could see here, Todd's got a montage of Justin Fields, Zach Wilson and Mac Jones up in his background. Uh, and so of those women, well, I mean of those, but if you're at four, are you still going quarterback, Chris? No, I don't oh. think so. Okay. It depends. Wow. I mean, yeah, surprising. No, I'm just not sold on any of them because I, look, Matt Ryan, I don't know how many more years he has. Um, I'd almost rather trade down our pick if we could get maybe San Francisco to trade with us, like we talked about earlier this week. Right. And go defensive, the best defensive player we can get, because that's our biggest area of need. And, you know, maybe go for a quarterback later if we in the second round, third round, if we if we wanted to as a backup, or maybe third round, fourth round. I don't know. It's it's a hard decision. Zach, what you thinking? Yeah, I'm along the lines with Chris. Um if if the potential to trade up is if that's possibility is there, I I think that just getting a couple more picks and Definitely best defensive player available, ideally a, um, a defensive lineman, but also maybe a running back. You know, somebody like Najee Harris is, is there. And I don't know, you know, if we trade down to San Francisco, I don't know if that means we get, you know, a couple first-round picks, you know, right there together, you know, in the low, you know, 12, 13, 14, something like that. That would be what I would do. I don't think – other than Trevor Lawrence, that is the only – play and I've said this for a while that I feel like the only quarterback that I think the Falcons would ever that you could ever sell out for um I just don't think anybody I just I'm not comfortable with any of those other three could be wrong but just I think we we've got a lot more needs on the defensive side of the ball and and running back at least right now I had the same question uh with somebody at work and he uh he asked me a question that I couldn't answer so I want to add ask Todd on the spot if he could answer it Name the last quarterback uh, from the Ohio State University to do anything in the NFL. Um, hmm, that's tough because obviously the last one didn't do a whole lot. He got cut after year two. Right. Um, the, the second yeah. count. <laughs> that is something. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't really know of anybody over the last twenty years that that did anything in the NFL from Ohio State. Um, I'm thinking. No, I just I can't think of anybody. Maybe yeah. uh, Elvis was it Elvis Gerbach who would he go to Ohio State? I, I, uh, it, it was Michigan, wasn't he? Well, okay, it was Michigan. So yeah, I got that wrong. I got it mixed up. But I can't think well, of anybody. They're, just, they're so, so close. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anybody? No, there's you know, and the, and the more and more, <laughs> uh, more and more you watch the tape and get in your own head about Justin Fields, and maybe he's not, you know the answer or whatever so i i've been talked out of i was don't even start the clock i was justin fields all the way but you know the more i read the less confident i am with any decision that i've made as the general manager of the atlanta falcons that i i, I would say this about justin fields i i, I should say this because you asked the question 
Justin Fields is an enigma to me. Right. Because he's clearly been inconsistent. So I don't trust that he's going to be able to do it on this level like we think. But, man, if we drafted him, I would be excited to see what he would do. And I think Uh there'd be a lot of excitement in Atlanta. I think system – I think we've talked earlier that system is really important, of the system of building around him. Um, But, yeah, there would be a lot of fannies and seats. And, Lee, what was your choice at four? I I can't remember what you decided you were going to do at four. Well, I, I, at four now, I had a change of heart. I think you, you know, went Najee Harris, didn't you? Well, I did say a quarterback, and Justin Fields was up there. Let's snatch him. But I, I'm looking at going for a defensive player or um, a wide receiver from Alabama because Officer Smith, I would say he's looking at uh, Trey Lance. I'm looking at Trey Lance as well, taking him later on. Uh, Jim, I always look at third round pitch because he was a third round pick. I, but I say, yeah, let's go for a running back or a defensive player in that first round pick on that fourth pick. And we'll go ahead and get Trey Lance later on. That's so, what I'm looking So Arthur Smith runs at 3 4, which uh, puts a lot of pressure on the linebackers. And we mm-hmm. really have three starting linebackers. We need a fourth linebacker. What do you go? You think you go Michael Parsons, linebacker from uh, Penn State? Is that it? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I go for a defensive back. You go That's, for defensive back. Okay. Yeah, I want defensive back. You know, I want I want Bama. Yeah, you know, Trey certain or right. yeah, certain certain certain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but okay. it, it would be nice to see all the Alabama wide receivers from Kevin really and uh, Julio and Julio Devontae. and Devontae. That'd be nice. <laughs> That'd be nice too. That's just. <laughs> well, you know, Arthur That's Smith is known bad. for offense. I mean, I know he's known for running the ball, but in the last. I guess two years that he was running it, they were top five in scoring in the right. NFL. So he's not, and they have the horses to do it, obviously through the air, not so much on the ground. But, you know, that would probably wouldn't be, I don't know, I probably would probably rip it to shreds. I probably wouldn't want a wide receiver. But, mm-hmm. you know. My perspective hasn't changed. I'm still on the quarterback bus. And the reason why I'm still on the quarterback bus is because in three or four years, when Matt Ryan really is a uh, shadow of his former self, it doesn't matter how you draft on the rest of the roster. If you don't have a good quarterback, if you don't have an elite-level quarterback, then you're not going to do much in the playoffs. And we saw an example of that this year with the Los Angeles Rams. What did they do in the playoffs without a real quarterback? Jerry Goff is not the answer for them. I nope. think it's pretty obvious. Um, so I'm hoping we go in and get a quarterback in round one, and then you kind of hope Najee Harris can slip down to that third pick in round two and the Falcons can pick it up. Do you think those guys are elite level quarterbacks in the NFL? The we talk about Justin Fields or Zach Wilson. I think they have an opportunity to be. Yes, I would. I would take a chance. You, you take have to a chance, Justin Zach. Fields. Well, you have to. Yeah, I mean, why not? Look, there are some guys that, that have done very well that have played for smaller schools. I mean, yeah, he's pretty impressive. I know he didn't have the best of competition all year, but yeah, I'd, I'd take a shot on him. And as far as Justin Fields goes. I mean, look, I think you give anybody a pass for this year because the season was very difficult. You had a printed schedule caused by the pandemic. You didn't play as many games. Your games were being canceled all the time. I mean, you have to take all that into account, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, this, court, this discussion could go round and round and round because it's no one knows. And uh, the proven commodity – okay, here's another question. We're going to run through all the hypotheticals. We'll run through this one real quick. If you had a chance to trade uh, to get, maybe not realistically, 
for the Falcons, but we could play pretend. If you had a chance to trade the um, number two overall pick, say for the Jets, um, for Deshaun Watson, what are you taking, Justin Fields or Deshaun Watson? I see. I'm because he's, yeah. he's already proven. He's proven. He's, 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 he's on a terrible team. He's putting up monster numbers, right? Okay. I just I just making sure we were all, you know, in accordance. That was a pretty fast answer. Uh, yeah. So. Is, that, is that a possibility? Deshaun to Atlanta? You got we, – we have to sell a lot. I mean, I would, right. I would sell the picks, I mean, for him to bring him in. But, again, you're going to have to push Matt Ryan out. Matt Ryan not going to stay with Deshaun. What about a straight – what about a straight trade plus a pick? Table. I, I think Tesco want two picks. I, I think Tesco want at least two picks. Yeah, two right. in, yeah. In like, yeah, I think for that you'd have to involve a third team too. I don't think the Texans would go for that. Now there right. have been some heavy rumors this week though on Twitter that we're trying to renegotiate Matt Ryan's contract and send him to New England. I've heard that this week too. Mm. Oh, wow. oh wow. Okay, that's news. Uh, or uh, just the back to that is uh, you you would have to do like the Julio thing and do it in, a, in, in later years, give up first yeah. rounds next year as well. That's how you instead of involving a third team because you don't typically see that in the NFL. You do see you see it in the NBA, but not so much in the NFL. But you would just give another pick next year. How I want to do that, that for Cam Newton. But that, right, that's a tough sell because we did that with Julio and kind of hamstrung. Julio's a Hall of Famer. First ballot Hall of Famer, uh, best wide receiver in, in in Falcons history, but um, really did uh, hamstring the depth of the team going forward. So pick your boys in there. I but I don't think it's realistic. Another quarterback that came uh, came across that is unhappy a Georgia boy that Matthew Stafford is unhappy with, yeah. Yeah. or not unhappy with his situation that the, they've decided to part ways. Right, nice way of saying. Oh, he was going to be a Colt. Uh, I don't know. I, it, it makes the most sense, but yeah, I got to talking to a guy that basically was like, "We should bring him in, Matthew Stafford. Just bring him in." Would you rather right now, if you were going to go play a game right now, have Matthew Stafford on your squad or Matt Ryan on your squad? Stafford. Stafford. Yeah. You- I'd rather have I'd rather have Stafford, but I don't want Stafford. You you know what I'm saying? Like. He, I think at this point in his career, I would rather have him, even though he's been with Detroit the entire time. So I think he's really good. He just hasn't had a good supporting cast. But at the same time, I that's not my choice. Like, I really would rather just draft a quarterback than have Matt Stafford. Too. Either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, almost like a, it's almost like a lateral move. That's why it's kind of hard for me to answer that. But I guess pure talent standpoint, yeah, I guess Stafford. If I had to win a game, I'd want Stafford there. Watch you, Chris. Are you – that's hard. I, I feel like I feel like I feel like we're underselling Matt Ryan a little bit. The problem has been defense all along. I know he's had some up and down games with some bad interceptions, what have you, sacks. But but if, with with a little bit stronger defense and this new offensive coordinator and a coach and everything, I kind of want to see what he can do. I tell I tell you this, Chris. If you, you look at it like this, Tom Brady. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. When you think those, to me, those are top three elite quarterbacks right now in the league. I don't see Matt Ryan, you know, he's about to be 35, 36. I don't see Matt Ryan pushing that other edge of the 30s 
and, and still performing how great how Matt, um, Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady performed. I just don't see that in him. So I think since we had that cusp with that age limit, it's like, okay, let's put somebody behind him. We can train him up. I mean, he still have knowledge and everything. I'm not going to say he's just a trash bag, right? right. But, right. but at the same time, if we're going to rebuild and we're trying to go forward, I think we have to start looking at putting somebody behind him that say, hey, when Matt Ryan throw those three interceptions in the game, he can sit down because right. he's going to do it. Yeah, but, I admit it's my heart speaking probably more than my head. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, Chris, I, I agree with you that I want to see what Matt Ryan can do, but for another team, not for the Falcons. So You want that? Know, wait a yes. wait, wait. Uh, yes. Out of town. I, I don't. I don't want that. I, because especially with Arthur Smith coming in, obviously he's he's used to having a bell cow of a running back with Derrick Henry. So I'm interested to see if Atlanta does go high on a on a running back, put a good running back back there, and have a really balanced offense, kind of like we did in 2016. You know, Devontae Freeman had a monster year with and Tevin Coleman that year, and so I'm excited to see what Matt Ryan could do in in that new scheme. Potentially with a uh, you know workhorse back, yeah, an actual running game behind him, and so that's why I would want to. Yeah, I, I'm still not sold out on you know uh, on getting rid of Matt Ryan at this point. You know, bailing on him, I guess. So, so the scenario, Todd, that you just like snuck in there that we didn't talk about was they're yeah, going to restructure. <laughs> we're going to restructure Matt Ryan's deal to make it trade friendly and then ship him to New England for what? That was a rumor. What that was do we rumor. do? Oh, uh, I guess we'll get some draft picks in return. I haven't really heard exactly what that would entail because it was a it was a tweet from a sports writer. But um, yeah, I mean it would get. I mean, look, thing the main thing the Falcons. Well, I don't even know if they want a lot in return for Matt Ryan because they just want him off the books more than anything else. So I have that dead money, but they want him off the books. I'm sure they'll get something in return, but I don't think it's going to be a lot. Like I don't think it's going to be a huge return. Yeah. See, that statement is would be true if. If just Justin Fields was in 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 the fold, but as of right now, that's I don't think that's as a true statement. Is is just willy nilly just I mean, put out there if, like they don't want something in return. Like of course they want, but like he's if you were gonna next year, he's got to start somebody. You know, if you look at it, uh, you know, from cap wise, uh, Deshaun Washington already talked about he would rather go to the Jets. If the Houston make, he said it two days ago. If the Jets make that trade, of course the Jets would probably go get uh, Justin Fields because Trevor Lawrence would go first. That's why I said Trey Lance would be a great addition. You don't have to pay that much money. Put him behind Matt Ryan. Let him learn behind Matt Ryan, and then let him, let him compete. You gotta let those two people compete. That's what I feel. And you can save some money on that end. Well, my issue Lance. with Trey Lance is this, is that he only played one game in the last two years now right. because of the pandemic. Like, he, he just played that one game this year. True. And so, like, there's not a lot – like, you've had video for these other players. Like, you've mm -hmm. seen them actually play in a real game. Right. You don't have that with Trey Lance. And the competition wasn't the same. And I'm sorry, but it sort of reminds me of Carson Wentz a little bit. You know, he went to the same school. He came in the NFL – And, and like I said, if Justin Fields is there, I mean, we got to make an educated decision. But I don't think he's going to be there for us. Yeah, I don't think I'll snatch him up. It depends on all the motion in the ocean there that what all happens at, at – but I like I said, I don't think now with the – dude, there's like I think 10 quarterbacks now that have 
an un with undefined future. We're all the way down to uh-huh. Jimmy Garoppolo, Matthew Stafford, Deshaun Watson, the big names. There's a whole Dak situation out in Dallas. Now There's, that Dak situation, yeah, you know, because he's not going to get any money. It, so yeah, his he's free agency this year. half. Right. On national, you know, ultimately, yeah. what I think is going to happen with uh, Dak Prescott, what is I think the Falcons are, I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to find some way to get Matthew Stafford in Dallas because that is where he's from originally, Dallas, Texas. Jerry Jones really likes Matthew Stafford. I would watch out for that. My hand never cramps when I'm writing those checks. He'll, he'll pay him the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'd so, like to see I, that. I don't like Dallas, but I'd like to see that. Right, right, right. Hey, I do Dallas. think that this, this interesting offseason, I think the Stafford thing and the Deshaun Watson thing is going to set a lot of things in motion. And yeah. just like you said, it's just it's very uncertain right now. I mean, because though that could, you know, affect the draft, you know, greatly. So, we'll, you know, we'll, yeah, we'll see what happens. And, two, the combine is not happening again. The, the combine's not happening this year. And so it's all going to be pro days. So there's a chance the stuff not, you know, slipped through the crack. So this is about to be like an unprecedented time of the draft and everything else. So I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be fun to see which direction they go. I like, um, what are your thoughts on, uh, did we already co- go over Chris? What are your thoughts on Arthur Smith? Oh, oh Art, why don't you expound on that just a little bit? I had a couple of names that I was hoping for as, you know, Joe Brady and, and, and uh, I, I thought they would talk to the uh, enemy and they didn't, which was surprising. I didn't know Arthur Smith on the radar. So when I heard it, I was like, what are they doing? But the more I've heard about it, I, you know, I'm willing to give them a chance. I mean, cause, cause it's kind of a crapshoot anyway, you just don't know who's going to do great at it. So right. I'm pulling for him, you know, for sure. He's our, it's we a got coach, two Arthurs. coach Art. Uh, old art uh what about you zach what's your first blush what's your first reaction to that when you heard the news um i was excited i mean i was with you guys with especially with todd and chris i think uh joe brady was sort of at the top of my list and and the enemy as well i'm I'm still not convinced that the enemy is not going to to houston i I think that that's uh, a likely Landing spot could be, um, yeah. but just since the fact, the, the, the fact, and and just because they're still playing, and so of course they're not gonna, right? You know, maybe they don't want to announce anything. But anyway, um, as far as Arthur Smith, I mean, I was excited, especially when uh, on Twitter when you when you heard from some of his, you know, former or I guess current slash former players, whatever, were, you know, tell you know saying that hey, Atlanta's getting a really good one, you know, so, uh, um, and so that's exciting especially guys like on the offensive side of the ball were really, um, you know, obviously happy for him and, you know, kind of, uh, you know, hyping him up a little bit. And so um, offensive minded coach, that's what we, what we all, um, you know, what we wanted. And so, yeah, definitely uh, excited. Yeah. Uh, the, the exciting things that I've uh, in my head that I, I'm the most excited for would be, um, he will be calling the plays. I'm I'm pretty excited about that. I'm worried about it a little bit, but I'm excited about it because he seems eager. And um, they run a lot of in the past offensive line offense uh, that he is. Uh, I guess he was OC for for two years in uh, Tennessee. But they do a lot of motion. They do a lot of motion for info. A lot of motion bunch formation. So it's like not a you know first play on the play sheet 
you know, halfback dive, baby. Let's, you know, the, 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 the rookie Madden playbook has been left on the bus. <laughs> fit back to Boise, Boise State. So, um, dirt cutter special. Yeah, the dirt cutter special, halfback dive, uh, third and 13, halfback draw, baby. Yeah. So, uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, um, I'm excited to see that. And also, too, just the identity. I feel like he's tough. I don't know. This It's all like it's all a crapshoot, really. But, you know, he seems tough in the interviews and stuff. And so he seems like a real dude. So you remember, so Dan Quinn was like, Dan Quinn was like really polished in all of his like interviews and media, um, media stuff that he, he knew all the sayings and all this, that, and other thing. But, uh, but this, he's just like a real dude. And like, you know, I don't know. I, I'm excited about that aspect of him being a little bit hard, like a, uh, a little tougher and maybe getting his running game going. So those are, those are a couple of things that I'm excited about as well. Yeah. And, and that is also, he just doesn't seem like he's like the kind of like that rah, rah coach, like, you know, like Quinn was like, he's not going to be everybody's best friend. You know, the guys yeah, who were talking about how, how they were, you know, how he held all of them accountable every day from, the, you know, from day one. And so that's exciting. You know, he means business. You know, that's what I think that's what these guys need. So, yeah, for sure. Has he uh, started assembling his staff? I mean, does he have a D coordinator yet? Yeah. He's got a coordinator and a D coordinator. Who right. are they? I, I've been out of the loop. Um, the offensive coordinator. Oh, my gosh. I cannot think of their name. It's Dave. It's Dave Ragone. Ragone now, he's offensive Bears. coordinator in name only, though, because he's not calling the plays. Like Stan said oh. earlier, Arthur Smith is calling the plays, which is a good thing because Dave Ragone's not really known for offense either. But, yeah, he was the passing game coordinator for the Chicago Bears, and they were a terrible offense. And terrible. <laughs> D- Dean Pease is, came out of retirement for the second time to be the defensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons. He's 71. And I sent everybody a video. I sent it to you again, Chris. I tweeted it out. The man could play the piano like a wizard. So uh, uh, he was yeah, asked to give a it. yeah. He was asked to, asked to give a speech at Bowling Green for graduation, and instead he wrote him a song, like a four minute, like legit piano song. Like, what do you think of him as D coordinator, though? I uh, well, he coached Ray Lewis to win a Super Bowl, and he also coached uh, the '04 Patriots to win a Super Bowl as well. With Teddy Bruschi, 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 and Junior <laughs> Seau, maybe. Anyway, but he's had some like star. He's had some star um, linebackers and star defensive players in, under his tutelage. But also, too, uh, I saw a stat the other day that was um, of his. He's been a defensive coordinator by like trade for twelve years, and of those twelve years, um, eight of them have been top. 10 in scoring defense so um I, he teaches get the ball you know he teaches turnovers and all that stuff and obviously it helped to have ray ray back there too but i mean it's exciting he he seems like a no-nonsense kind of guy but uh, he's old he knows what he's looking for he's not an upstart we kind of went we all thought we were going to go upstart in that in that role maybe that we're all going to cut our teeth but no he's 70 so he's been around yeah, my guess is he probably won't stay around very long, but I think he was a good hire, though, because his defenses have always been really good, in some cases dominant. And so I, I think it's definitely an improvement over what we had. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they hired a linebacker coach and a cornerback coach today. Just, you know, people you would never know about. But they're, they're rounding out their staff currently. So it's pretty cool. 
So, um, anything else you want to cover tonight? I think I think we got it all covered. I'm excited about the stand. The, yeah, what's up? Who would you pick at number four? Oh, um, <laughs> it's funny because I don't think uh, my answer is completely different than the rest of y'all's. Um, I don't think Trey Lance is going to be there. I don't think just what? sorry. Let me just back that up. Look at Todd's face all wrinkled <laughs> up and stuff. Let me, hey boy, sassy lips. Yeah, hang on, Todd. You mean, you mean I, don't, I don't think Justin Fields is going to be there. So I think you got to go to the next best quarterback, which would be Zach Wilson. I, I'm taking Zach Wilson at four. Mel Kiper, Mel Kiper actually came out with his very first mock draft today. He has the Falcons taking Zach Wilson at number four. He has Detroit taking Justin Fields at what their number seven or number eight pick. Oh, really? So, yeah. Okay. Well, then that. Yeah, see, that's the thing. The people on ESPN, man, they don't know. They'd be saying all kind of stuff, man. He, I've seen one. He dropped all the way down to 20. I'm like, you're crazy. It's gonna be, be a run of, it's gonna be a run of quarterbacks and somebody's gonna snatch him up. There's too many people looking right now. I mean, like Zach said, I mean, we, we watch what the sign Washington do and what Dak Prescott do and with all the other moves. So it's pretty up in the air on, you know, which quarterback's gonna be there and the picks and stuff like that. So it, it's kind of hard to make a decision. Yeah. So or you know, my or trade back at 12, Broncos or somebody, 10. And, and just stack pile some picks, get Gregory Russo if you need to defensive end out of Miami, and in the second round get Trey Sermon or something. You know we could go that route and get two second round picks. You get Trey Sermon and maybe a linebacker or maybe offensive lineman. Heck, I've even seen taking if <clears throat> there's a lot of trade movement in the front of the Falcons. Penny Sewell gets you know left out of the mix, and he's a he is a right tackle by trade no he's a let me start over he's a left tackle by trade so there would be so have to be some movement on the offensive line not to get to the nitty-gritty but you know there would have to be some it doesn't fit exactly but it would help i mean we having three young stud offensive linemen now you just need a center which they think they have and that would fill out a position of need so i the long, the short answer is Zach Wilson. So, yeah, and also at number four, I don't know. Like in in this draft, unlike other drafts, I don't know if you really have that defensive stud that you would normally would want to take that high anyway. So, if you want to go defense, right. you probably do need to trade back. Right. There's no fire breather. There's no, uh, you know, what, I can't even think Bosa, of anybody. Khalil no, Mack. Yeah. There's no like Khalil there's Mack. Joey Bosa. None of that stuff. So. Right. Um, which yeah, is because that kid out of Miami didn't even play this year, right? Russo, um, yeah, Russo. Did, did, did he uh, did he opt out or did he play? I think he played, maybe not. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty I sure I, was, I, I thought I may, I may be confusing that with somebody else, yeah. So, all right, hey, you know, what's the what's the defensive coordinator's name again? Dean Pease. Pease, you know, when what I thought about saying when you said that was, you know, how who. You know, he's not that much younger than this one guy that I was thinking about that the Falcons could have brought on that could have come out of retirement, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jimmy curious. Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> 17 weeks later, 
this is still haunting me. <laughs> Zach, you got we <laughs> Jimmy Johnson. Yes. Um, I just knew that Jimmy Johnson was going to come out of retirement and just come on and be the uh, the general manager. Or no, we said mm-hmm. head coach. I think that's what we head said. Coach. No, you you said no. He said general manager. Yeah, I was I on said, that call. I was yeah. on that call. Yeah, I said general, he said general manager. Yeah. yeah. And I, and just, I made fun of him the whole time. Yeah, the entire uh, time. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. That's what uh, yeah. friends are for. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson's about to retire from Fox, so I don't know if he want to you know, go back and be a general manager or not. Uh, I bet you he would. Uh, he would uh, call for a pretty penny to come out the uh, come out of retirement. Yeah. Well, boys, it was good seeing everybody's bright and and shiny faces today. Uh, we everybody's been battling at some form or another, trying to get some sleep trying to stay awake battling a little bit of sickness this that and other thing and uh congratulations todd or wow todd i'll just congratulate you for zach's news zach congratulations <laughs> um, thank you oh. we are it's, getting some it's... sleep but you can't see the bags under my eyes so i mean you know but we are getting some pretty good sleep good well yeah, good. yeah she's she's gorgeous so so do thank we need you. to do stat boy error time for you stan no like pti does we're yeah. gonna do that for you you might need to start. Yeah, you know, I, reality, yeah. yeah, keep a jar. I keep it like put a dollar in the jar every time I get something wrong, um, which is often. But uh, good seeing you guys tonight. We appreciate y'all coming on. Um, if you like what you heard tonight, go ahead and uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. We're going to uh, try to keep a full house. And if not, we're just going to keep rolling. We're going to keep you going to the draft. Uh, there's going to be a lot of news breaking. There's a lot of there's a lot of motion this this offseason in the NFL. So just stick with us and we'll we'll keep you up to all, up to date with all the Atlanta Falcons news as we as we possibly can. And until next time, Falcons fans, rise up.